save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. This is season four of Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Listen, laugh, and learn. This week on the show, we're gonna find out about those useless dreams you've been having, or useful, whichever, and useless geography information. Plus, we will open up Roy's mailbag, and because you love this one week after week, news from around the world. Totally useless information. It's everything you never needed to know. Welcome to episode number 20, here. And now, it's time for Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy as they present Dreams. Wake up. Wake up. Dreams. Yeah. Glad you joined us. Thank you. Nocturnal penile tumulants. What? Nocturnal penile tumulants, better known as morning wood. <laughs> <laughs> I once had a girl, or not Norwegian wood. Can you imagine that's what it's called? Wow. Nocturnal penile tumulants. Okay. It's better known as no, morning wood. Now you got me saying Norwegian wood. <laughs> Has nothing to do with sex dreams or sexual stimulation. Oh. Nocturnal penile tumulants happens three to five times a night. Now, why can't I be awake for this? <laughs> Some lasting 30 minutes. It's a normal body function, said the married scientist explaining to his wife. No, honey, I'm not dreaming about women. It's a natural occurrence in nature. Bull crap. Do you believe that, Nick? Well, um, it depends on the day of the week, but uh, I've experienced, not, what is it, nocturnal penile? Nocturnal penile tumulants. Tumulants. Tum tumusins. Tumusins. Yes. Not oneison, but tumusins. Yeah, sometimes three yeah. to five tumusins. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the dream. So uh, what if you're dreaming of hair? Now you're wondering, well, why the hell am I, why the heck am I, I, I could say hell. Can I say hell? Yeah, I yeah. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm not. I, I am. I am uh, follically challenged. So dreaming of hair. I dream about this every day, which is why I get my morning wood. Uh, Do you dream of hair, Nick? Because it's overrated. It is. <laughs> 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 to see hair in your dreams signifies sexual ver. Now you see, this is where I come in. Okay, <laughs> it signifies sexual virility, seduction, sensuality, vanity, and health. That's dreaming of hair? That's right. It is indicative of your attitudes. If your hair is knotted or tangled, then it's symbolic of uncertainty and confusion in your life. What happens if it's gone like yours? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really short dream. <laughs> to dream that you're cutting your hair suggests you're experiencing a loss in strength. 
You may feel that someone is trying to censor you, very much like this program. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Most sex dreams, and why we're all on this next thing, most sex dreams are about actual intercourse. Oh. Okay? So they're not about foreplay. Almost all sex dreams are about the actual intercourse and not the foreplay. Kind of like how most men think of sex anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 skip skip the opening credits. Get get right to the action scene. And yes, when they have sex, you now want to do the foreplay. You know, foreplay. Foreplay is me coming home. <laughs> <laughs> and from a previous episode with a codpiece. Yeah, come on, honey. Watch me eat. It's really sexy. Yeah, there you go. Now, if you're wondering what we're talking about, Codpiece, go to episode number 19. Listen to that. To see what that's <laughs> go all to about. 19 and listen to Codpieces. To Codpieces. If you're dreaming of an ice cream truck, it refers to opportunities that can potentially pass you by. You need to be more aware of your surroundings. If you're chasing down the ice cream truck, it indicates missed opportunities or lost rewards. Or you left your car keys on the counter when you were buying it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or you ran <laughs> wait for me wait for me and and be really really crappy when you're running after the ice cream truck realizing you forget your wallet at home yeah, yeah. i know and then he stops i wonder how many people out there email us do you remember the song that the mr softies i don't know where mr softies were in the country but i know they were in new york well he obviously didn't have any uh, nocturnal penile wood Right, exactly. <laughs> but, well, Mr. Mr. Softy played, and Bungalow Bar was another truck, and they were like a good humor truck. And they had the jinga 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 jing. They right, just the rang bells, the bell. Yeah, that's right. Bell, like Fifteen freaking bells in the front of the thing. Okay, well, email us on that, folks. There's the a- name of that song, by the way, because I looked it up as we were talking, because I'm curious now. There's an actual name to the song. It was from 1905, mm. and the name of the song is The Whistler and His Dog. The Whistler and His Dog. Folks, listen to me. This is the greatest show in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell can find this crap except for us? <laughs> and it was renamed because a Philadelphia ad man, of course, scored it with new words for Mr. Softy entitled the Jingle and Chimes. I like the first one better. The Whistler wow. and His Dog. Love it. Cool. Write that one down, folks. Yep. Most nightmares occur in the last third of the night or the closest to the end of your sleeping cycle. So nightmares usually don't occur in the beginning of your dream. And which makes a lot of sense. It's just like life. You see the really hot girl, you laugh a little, you talk with her for a few minutes. Next thing you know, you're having sex. That's all fun. Now you're getting towards the last third and you're married. <laughs> that's the end of the, and that's the end of the sex dream it it's a great dream and then all of a sudden yeah. Yeah. you see you see where we, now you see where foreplay got you nowhere next thing you know you turn around there's a pile of bill eight kids and that woman <laughs> and how many years were you married six yeah <laughs> 37 no. and counting 37, isn't it? 37 37 gonna go on to 38 years wow mm-hmm. Th- that's amazing well congratulations 
I'm just doing it to see how much a man can take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a definition. When it, the definition of 37 years, patience by your wife. <laughs> Lots by your, of patience. That's right. Now, if you dream of wearing jeans in your dream, maybe simply a reflection of your waking hours. Like it, your dream is full of all kinds of things, but if you really focus on the jeans, it I means... I do. I focus on a lot of women's jeans. <laughs> no, not women's jeans. <laughs> it means you need to take a more relaxed approach to some situations. If you're wearing or buying designer jeans in your dream, it indicates you have a relaxed attitude. It's all about relaxation, I guess, right? Because usually when you wear jeans, it's more, it's leisure wear, it's relaxed. What about the slim fits? The dream, now, to dream that your jeans are too tight suggests your ideals are set too high. Wow. So's your cod piece. <laughs> and if you see ripped jeans. Episode ripped, 19. <laughs> episode 19. <laughs> to see ripped jeans in your dream implies you're being orderly like a days ago and really don't care about any situations in life. Wow. Yeah. All this from jeans in a dream. Yes. Damn. If you eat. Before you go to sleep, mm -hmm. you're likely to have a nightmare. Oh. Yes. Now, again, these are all things that make sense, but now the science comes in. Okay. It's the metabolism that does it. You're metabolizing the food that you ate. And when you're metabolizing, you have additional brain activity going on, which leads to dreaming and the advanced amount of brain waves because of the extra metabolism because of the eating tends to lead to confusing nightmares that wasn't or, confusing at all but thank or, you or or very very tight dreams <laughs> excuse tight me jeans. very very tight jeans in your dreams <laughs> in your now dreams. <laughs> uh, to see or to carry a knapsack in your dream represents your hopes desires and secrets it may also be symbolic of the knowledge you have acquired over the years that's inside that knapsack, you see? So if you have a backpack on. That's right. In your dream. Knapsack. Right. I would assume a knapsack is like a backpack. That's right. Same thing. They're interchangeable. Now, if alternatively... That's so funny because last night I had a dream and I had a backpack. Did you really? Yes. It also signifies the emotional baggage and responsibilities that you're carrying around that's weighing you down. Really? Yep. Wow, it was just a simple dream about taking a hike in the woods. Yeah, that's right. Have just taken so the advice yeah. that Heidi Klum was up on the top. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was the top of the mountain going, yeah. Oh, yeah, she sure like, was. Yeah, oh. you finally took the advice of all the people <laughs> the around nice you when they told you to go get go take a hike. You finally, you finally listened to their advice and you took a hike. Is that what I happened? Was like, damn, those are some nice jeans you're wearing there, Heidi Klum. <laughs> Hold on, let me put this backpack down. You're Wait listening. a minute, my wife is in it. <laughs> wow. Is that what you call emotional baggage? I think she'd say that about you. You're listening to totally oh, useless information. You're going to kill me. Oh, yeah. Don't, go, don't just let me do the apology first. <laughs> That's why I asked you earlier, how long were you married? But right now, you are listening to totally useless information with Nick and Roy. your totally useless GPS. It's time for geography. So get lost with Nick and Roy. Hey, would you like fries with that? New Brunswick-based McCain Foods makes one-third of all the frozen French fries produced in the world. One-third. 
And many come from a $65 million state-of-the-art potato processing plant in Florenceville, Bristol, which is a small town in western New Brunswick in the east part of Canada. Mm. And that town has taken the moniker the French fry capital of the world. And of course, this is the location of the Potato World Museum. And the heart of the mid-July, I think this year, it's actually July 13th, the National French Fry Day celebration. Wow. New Brunswick. That's a whole lot of spuds. It is. This spuds for you. Wow. The Earth has two hemispheres, northern and southern. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. 7.3 billion people live on the Earth. 7.3 billion. But 6.57 billion live in the northern hemisphere that means less than a billion live in the past the southern equator that's amazing almost all the people live on the northern hemisphere so you think that that would outweigh it and we'd be spinning around in an odd (laughs) fashion well we're spinning yeah we are don't you worry we are spinning around we're spinning around in circles yes wow pretty cool fact now do you like lentil lentil soup I have it every New Year's Day. And that's supposed to signify good luck, is it not? Is I think it's an Italian tradition. I just like lentil soup. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, lentils it are, are high in iron. Good luck through the year. Good that's luck right. That's what signifies that. No matter where you are and you order some lentil soup, odds are you're getting a little taste of Canada. Canada is the largest exporter of green lentils in the world. Did not know that. 1.5 million metric tons annually. Don't ask me to, to convert that. It's just a lot of lentils. A lot of With lentils. 95% of it coming from Saskatchewan. Hmm. Wow. There you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's like you give them to us, so I guess you lent them to us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good for you, though. High in iron, and uh, I'm not a nutritionist. So I don't zinc, know. What zinc, 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 and iron. Zinc lentil and iron. soup, really good for you. Mm. The Sahara Desert can reach 136 degrees Fahrenheit. That's super hot. You can, like, cook an egg. Mm. This northern African desert rarely gets cold enough for snow, as you can imagine. But it did happen. In January 2018, there was snow in the Sahara Desert. And also in 2016 and in 1979. Can you imagine that? It just so happens that in 1979, I think Ronald Reagan was in and then Donald Trump. So the two craziest presidents of our time (laughs) had snowed in the Sahara Desert. Wow. And then Trump has already said, I'll win again when it snows in the Sahara Desert. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a campaign get promise. Ready, there you ready. go. Get it ready. Da, da, da. <laughs> Turn your head and cough. Don't you hate that when you went to the doctor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old finger up the old buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a different exam. If you pick up a pack of Halls, you'll be getting another taste of Canada. They're made in Scarborough, Ontario, which is just east of Toronto. The planted Bertrand produced more than 6 billion pieces of medicine for the United States last year. So think about it. Enough that if you line them up side by side, they would circle the earth at the equator three and a half times. Wow. Six. That's a lot of holes. It is. Cool. The Great Barrier Reef of Australia has a very interesting island. It's only 55 feet in diameter. 
That's a pretty small island. It is. Barrier Reef stretches some 1,500 miles, so that'll give you an idea how small this particular island is. So what is so interesting? The island, which is part of a location in the Barrier Reef called the Hardy Reef, is perfectly shaped like a heart. Oh. It is literally, and if you see a picture of it, folks, look it up, the hard island of the Barrier Reefs you're going to freak because it's literally a perfect heart. Okay. And I, I would think that they call it hard Island. That makes sense. Don't you think? I mean, that's like, I saw one time an Island shaped like a phallic symbol that was named Richard Island. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. A tip of the hi hat to you symbols. That's mm -hmm. C Y M B A L S. The musical instrument was used by bands such as rush Keith Harris of the Black Eyed Peas. Best drummer ever, Rush, but go ahead. The Philadelphia Orchestra used cymbals and marching bands from around the world. Where do they come from? Well, guess what? The small village of Meductic. Where's that? Population of 300. Canada? Located in, in, along the St. John River in southern New Brunswick here in Canada. Well, you know Rush, Neil Peart, the greatest drummer of all time. That's right. He's, Rush is a Canadian band. Oh, yeah. And uh, Sabian symbols are sold in 120 countries around the world. Sabian, yeah, Sabian is, is, my son had all Sabian symbols. Yep, there you go. He loved them. Zilj, Zildjian and Sabian. Okay, a city named Krung, now get ready, folks, because this one you got to get, because I'm, I'm serious. The city named Krung, Thep, Mahan, Aman, Ratusin, Makatra, Yahaman, Hamalak, Pap, Narot, Ratan, Baram, Undorn, Wetmazan, Aman, Pinawatan, Sishet, Sakati, with some Prorasset. <laughs> That's the name of the town. I'm not repeating it. but I must have the second one, the second part of that. Right. You... Rather than say all 21 words that make up the name of this town mm -hmm. or this city, they just call it by the name that everybody knows, Bangkok. <laughs> so, now listen, this is true. The name Bangkok is not the name of this city, but it's 21 words long. So nobody, could you imagine putting a letter together and having to write 21 words on the, <laughs> to be on the back of the envelope? And then you misspell it, and then you have to go start again. Hey, if you'd like to send your complaints, go to nickandroy.com. What's in the mailbag? What's in the mailbag? See, thanks. Now I'm in the mood for Chinese food. Go on. You yeah, were saying. I love Chinese food. Okay. This is a mailbag, so I could say where it comes from and who the people are. Exactly. It's descriptive. That's the correct? format. That's the format, yeah. This is from Rosario from Marsala, Italy. Mm. Love it. Love it. Love, love it. Marsala wine. Delicious. Yes. Well, and, and really cool. I've been to Marsala, Italy. It's in Sicily. It is so beautiful. Sicily is the greatest place. It was probably the best vacation that I've ever been on. It's just unbelievable. But Rosario from Marsala, Italy says, Buongiorno. He says, I believe both you and Nick are Italian. <laughs> he probably said it just like that. Yeah. He says, is that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'll tell you something. He says, I love the show. 
and so much does my wife Lucia. <laughs> of course, her name is Lucia. She says your show is so very good, so you have to be Italian. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what Lucia says. Yeah. Well, yes, we are both Italian. Nick, you are from Bari, which is the south, uh, the southern, the heel of the boot of Italy. Okay, so you're from from Bari, and yeah. I am from Sicily, Rosario. So you're one of my brethren. I am from a Paisant. place called Shaka. Really, is is where I'm from in in Sicily, small town, a uh, very close to Marsala. And um, so now, Marsala, of course, is the town where Marsala wine comes from, and they they drink it. We use it mostly to cook with in the United States. But their Marsala wine is just really good, and you would drink it like a table wine. It's fantastic. So Rosario, yes, we are both Italian. We both met in New York, but now uh, Nick lives in Canada, large Italian population in Canada, and I'm down in Florida, which has an extremely large Jewish population. <laughs> Oy vey. Yes. Oy vey. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. So if you have an email, just send it to us. Go to our website, nickandroy.com, and maybe we'll have you on our show. Yeah. And now for something completely useless. If you put some Viagra. In a vase of flowers, it will mm -hmm. help prolong the flowers. Okay, so they you're thinking... Up, they stand up nice and straight. It will make the flowers stand up straight for a week beyond when they would normally would wilt. And yeah, this is a those pills are like 20, 30 bucks a piece, right? Yeah, but hold on, I have a solution. So according to one study conducted by Israeli and Australian researchers, they found that putting half a tablet of Viagra in the vase of flowers will help the flowers last longer. Now, you have the 20 to $30 a pill. What you do is if you run out, mm. you drink the water, the flower water that That's contains the it. Viagra. Now, see, this is why people listen to this show. Folks, we, we figured it out. Is that why? Now, okay, sure. Yeah, not only will you have beautiful flowers, but you'll be standing at attention looking at it. <laughs> That's right. You'll be suffering from nocturnal penile incident or whatever you called it. <laughs> Listen, tumulants. Listen, <laughs> was that in this show or was that 18 again? <laughs> Is that 18? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> I just can't get over that people would take a perfectly good Viagra pill yeah. and put it into the flowers. But come on. So apparently, you know, women do not like wilted flowers. Yeah, but that's a cheap person. Buy some more flowers, you cheap bastard. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? The, another yeah. bouquet of flowers costs 20 to $30. Go figure. You do the math. Yeah, but and the guy gives the flowers and goes, look at how beautiful the flowers are, baby. They're beautiful like you. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm all excited now. And that's he's it. like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks the whole thing. <laughs> Give me 10 minutes. <laughs> 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 No, that's foreplay. So on this show, we talked about dreams and we talked about geography. It's time for the news. And now, from around the corner and around the world, this is TUI News. So this is a fan favorite, and thank you for all of you reaching out to nickandroy.com and telling us you love news from around the world. So today, 
We're going to have three entries from the stupid criminal files. In Florida, a pair of would-be thieves. I'm sure Florida is in there, but go ahead. Yeah, that's the first one right off the top. In Florida, (laughs) this is where Roy lives, by the way. A pair of would-be thieves were spotted on on closed-captioned television. On closed circuit to the closed captioning. Yeah. They were, <laughs> <Close captioning. laughs> they were like, the words were underneath. Right. I'm about to rob the bank. They were spotted on closed circuit television trying to use a blowtorch to destroy an ATM machine to get the cash inside. For on, those of you that are under the age of 75, that means that they were, they were captured on video. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Surveillance cameras. They were trying to use a blowtorch to blowtorch to destroy an ATM to get the cash inside. Unfortunately, their tactics ended up enhancing security because the heat from the blowtorch welded the hinges shut, making oh. it effectively impossible to open. Oh my God! So These guys. Yeah, they they gave up. They ran off to their trial and error by fire, presumably to get ahead on the on the new. Next ATMs. time, guys, just wait for the old lady to walk up to get her money out. Oh, come on. No, no. No. <laughs> can't do that. Do not try no. this at home. Our <laughs> second entry of stupid criminals here on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy News from around the world. In Germany, one wannabe thief had obviously watched too Hold much. Hold on, Nick, one second. And I believe the town in Germany that this person was from. Liechtenstein! (laughs) He watched too much TV or listened too much of our show when the 29-year-old tried to break into his neighbor's flat by using a bank card. He woke up the owner. In his haste to get away, the card snapped in half leaving his name and account details on the other side. <laughs> with, the, with the little note that said, Guten Morgen. <laughs> the victim called up and read us the details of the card, according to police. When he got to the burglar's house, the other half of his bank card was on the kitchen table. Yeah, Busted. But, yeah, but guess what? He had the rest of the numbers, so the guy couldn't use <laughs> <laughs> And he was pissed. <laughs> and from Australia, down under... One thief got more than he bargained for when he reached into the window of a parked car and snatched a tote bag. The bag. This this? was in Australia. Doesn't say, uh, yeah, it's in Sydney. Sydney, Australia. Sydney. He would, this thief, he reached into the car window of the parked car and snatched a tote bag. They had their window open. They had their window open, and he went in there, figured, hey, look, this is a nice-looking bag. The bag belonged to professional snake catcher Brad McDonald. Mm-hmm. Inside was a highly venomous snake that McDonald had just captured into from an underground park in Sydney. Gotcha. And did the, the guy that he stole it from help him out, or did he say, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> if you remember from a couple of episodes ago, how could you tell a venomous snake from, from one that's not? You look under his underbelly, and you follow the, the lines of the, the pattern anal. of this. Go to the anal plate. That's right. Yeah, the anal plate. Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember that. Folks, if you listen to this show, we may save your lives. I mean, first off, don't grab for people's bags and open windows. That's number one, because you never know what you're going to get. That is all the time, fortunately, that we have for this week's episode of Totally Useless Information oh, with Nick come and on, Roy. No, Nick. no more. We're done. We have to look, We have to scour the internet. We do it far and wide to get we more this, useless for information. We do this just to get people excited about next week. That's right. And wait till you hear next week. 
And wait till here, we'll start hearing about details of what's up and coming in season five, believe it or not. Yeah, and the birthday thing. You guys are going to freak. It's the coolest thing ever. And we're also going to be on TikTok. Yeah, which is like a clock, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. So we'll do that for you guys for next time. So go to nickandroy.com and leave us like a thing like, what are the birthday things about? What's the birthday thing about? Nickandroy.com. Nickandroy.com. You go there, you leave us an email. We'll get back to you because we always do. Mm -hmm. And tell a friend. Tell a friend to listen to this show. It really does help us out. We love doing this show. We're in 58 countries. We're really, really, really proud of the show. And we thank you so much for listening. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. And yes, we do thank you for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.